I'm Amber and we're here with the dog moms so we've got a really cool day today because we have topics that we haven't seen yet that we're going to answer for you on the pet roulette so tell me a little bit about how we're gonna answer okay. these questions so that they know what's going on this is super exciting so we get to push this little button mm -hmm. and then it picks a topic at random that we have no idea what it's going to be and we only have four minutes to talk about it mm -hmm. which We'll see how that goes. And I that some things were just recently added, and we still don't know what they are. Yeah. And at the end of the show, we get to actually turn the tables and hear from you, and that's probably my yeah. favorite part of the so show. So we get to talk about four topics, yes. and then we get to hear from you guys. So There's a topic on here I've been really hoping that we hit, so maybe today's the day. We'll see. Should All right. we try? Take your magic wand, my dear. All right, here we go. Can I just say Oakley's suckling that sloth over there? Oh, my gosh. My goodness. You're the cutest. He's a handsome boy. Oh, oh wow. wow. We're, we're going with heavy hitters first. For real. And this is funny because I just talked to you about Oakley, who has some thunderstorm phobia, yeah. fear. And I said, you know, that's something that really calms him. Does that help? Would you be able to do that while yeah, he's Yeah, it's in, actually, that's such yeah. a good thing to mention. Like because to find something that calms your dog. It's obviously very calming for him. He's going right to sleep with his sloth right here. He is. Um, and it does help having, like, that familiar thing. Um, obviously, like, with fireworks or thunder or things that's like that. That's a tricky one. It's, like, really loud. Yeah. And sometimes it also, I heard that, like, you get, like, static in the air from yeah. it, too. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind is that, like, it's not only sound, but it's also right. the feeling. Sure, too. it's like they, they say you can like sense earthquakes before it's gonna hit, like yeah. stuff like that. So I know that like Oakley can they has... sense when I'm gonna be in a bad mood because that would be fabulous. I think they can. My husband would really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, it's just like get some food in me, and then yeah, exactly. I know, and then I'm happy. So just keep keep so, feeding me. Something I've done interesting for fireworks, and like that's just worked for me and my dogs because sometimes it's not just fireworks, but like other things we experience. Like we do some TV and film work with our dogs and some things that they have on set make sounds or it's a prop or whatever it is. So I try to think like the big moment of a firework and try to like bring it down to the smallest version. And so I actually started with um, bubble wrap. Oh, smart. Yeah. yeah. So I would just pop it and give treats, pop it and give treats. And then, cause you know, sometimes those cracker, like the cracker fireworks. Right. They do kind of like, sound like that. They yeah. can. And like so, <laughs> yes, I was hoping she would give me a, you know a me. sound bite of what it <laughs> Play that in slow-mo. Right. Um, so uh, anyway, so it crackles, right? And it makes that sound and give treats. And then um, I graduated it to, uh, oh gosh, I can't even remember what it was. But it, there, I was making like bigger versions of the, oh, balloons. Yeah, I was going to say, I know both of our dogs well, like attack balloons together. Well, dogs love balloons. <laughs> but also that was a way to like really reward them with treats after making loud popping sounds. Right hoping it may help, but sometimes they don't know where it's coming right. from and it can still be scary. Well, I think part of like what you do, and I found it really helped with raising my puppy, Whiskey. Unfortunately, my other dogs, I didn't really get the chance to like introduce them young because I got them when they were older. Yeah. But um, I made her control the scary sound, like popping the balloon. She's the one that gets to make it pop right. and be loud. Or when she was a puppy, she got afraid of something falling on the floor. Yeah. And then I immediately turned that into like bang things on the floor yeah. and you get to attack it and play with it. And I did something cool with her where I took like a big milk jug or like a Gatorade bottle and I put like stuff inside of it to make it even louder yes. and I started banging on the floor and teaching her that she could create that scary sound or associate, too. Or like there's a great thing that comes from this like yeah. taking a tin 
and like pouring dog food in it or something loud like coins and like showing it with like coins and loud sounds and then doing it again with like dog food and the dog's like okay this is really loud but wait good things come from this right and so obviously there's a lot of ways to like slowly get your dog used to loud sounds like that and if your dog does currently have thunder phobia or firework phobia it's a little bit different because you're already dealing with like a scary behavior especially so. if they're like already over threshold and they're just yeah. like beyond the point of control then i always say talk to your vet Absolutely. Right? We are not veterinarians here. Well, and but Fourth of July, isn't that, that like the them. number one day that like dogs go missing on Fourth of July? And horses, like horses yeah. get injured because they panic. Like all pets can struggle from this. Yeah. And so not all pets. Like I don't know if fish are like caring about Fourth of July. <laughs> Maybe bait. I don't know. Listen, I, I'll be watching my beta closely right. now. This be careful, July. little fishies out yeah, there. Watch out! Just but don't jump out of the tank. <laughs> Had that happened before. I do think it's important to like think about being prepared. Like for times you mm. know there's gonna be fireworks, mm. like New Year's Eve or Fourth of July. Having like a game plan, making sure your dog's in an enclosed play safe music. Place. Like what if yes. you play music? Like something else that you can generate sound. So there's there's a lot. Of, wow, we're like we're gonna keep going oh my gosh, and going. 10 we seconds. are ten seconds left. So. You know, if we were to leave today, I would just say, like, obviously, if it's out of hand, consult your vet. Yes. But maybe try to be more in control of the sounds around And proactive about yeah. it. Yeah. Good. Awesome. That's a lot of info Do with I that Do I get one. to click the button again? You get to click the button Ooh, again. Okay. <laughs> She's a remote hoarder. Oh, come on. Here we go. Let's see. All right. Here we go. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh it's mine. This is the one I wanted. Yeah, that's great. What did I say? It was I listening said, to you. It was listening. We only have four minutes, so I you better go. $100, right? $100? Well, I'm hoping it'll do it. So Would that make you the perfect dog mom? No, it wouldn't. Actually, I think this is <laughs> why I love this so much, because when they put it in there, I was like, being the perfect dog mom, it's, be it's like we're full of imperfections. Yeah. And I think all of us need to relate on that, and something you and I are really passionate about is and we talk about it weekly, is <laughs> dog mom guilt. Oh, my right? gosh, yes. It happens with your human child as well. I have a six-year-old daughter. You're going to have a lovely baby not too far <laughs> from now. And it gets real. It gets more real there. But, yeah. you know, we have older dogs. We have younger dogs. And every day we're challenged with, like, are we doing enough for them? Is it, Are we providing totally. them with enough enrichment physically, mentally, while trying to run a job and, and keep your house and your healthy or, family. Yeah, just and, living your life while also being a dog mom. I mean, yeah. I think that, especially with social media, and I know we talk about this all the time, Yeah, we see what other people are doing sometimes, and then we're thinking like, oh, I'm not doing enough for my dog. Constantly. And you compare yourself. Always comparing. Yeah. And, you know, it's really helpful to have someone like you that I can just talk to and I know I tell you all the time, like, you know, it's okay for your dog to have an off You're day. You're so good to me <laughs> like that. They don't have to be hiking every day. I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just like so like, Christy, in my feels It's about okay. It. Your dogs don't have to be, you know, doing something 24-7. But um, even more than that, I mean, it can be with food. It can be with training. It can be with like, you see these pictures of like people out these places with your dog and they're like, you're thinking, oh, I should be doing more with my dog. Right, or like if we, we like to do live shows, we like to do things. So like if we're just like, oh, we're just not out there, we're not relevant, we're not this, that. It's so much pressure on us. But like that's the same on a smaller scale for pet parents where they're like, wow, look at that girl doing a lot of tricks or doing right. all the things or her dog's so well behaved and I work a nine to five and I'm doing night school. I don't have time to do all that. Like we get it because right. we feel that same exact way and it's really tough and but I think you have to give yourself <laughs> grace it's true and I think that honestly it's really important to remember that everyone no matter how much they do with their dog is probably struggling with the same thing yeah. they're always seeing what someone else is doing or thinking that they're not doing enough but yeah dogs are very 
um, easily pleased. I think sometimes and Oakley's having, having so, such a great time with his just toy, and I get yeah. to here thinking, I didn't train him today, I didn't hike him today, right. but I but mean, he's just happy like, being here, right? Why, you know, what? Let's go to the root of like owning a dog is that they love we love the bond we have with yeah. them, and we love just being together with them. They're not going, man, I didn't get to do that extra agility jump today. Mom really. Right. Really left it on the table today. The dogs today. are really you know. just happy to be doing life with you. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be times where you're not able to provide them as much. And yeah. sometimes there's going to be times where you have a day or a week that's fully devoted to doing something with your dog. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just, like, important for us to remember that it's okay to, like, just have days where yeah. maybe you focus on you or your family and you're right. not doing so something like, with the dog. All right. So, let, like, let's think of, like, the top... Three things that we could do to like turn that around, turn that mentality around. So for me, I like to do like time organization, like mm. prioritizing. So, you know, what's going to work best so that my dogs get a little bit of time, but then I get some me time and then I have time for the family and what I need right. to do there. And me time is work, but it's still emails, things like that. Yeah. But like for me, it would be time management, right? So what's another reason that you would say to help people feel a little bit more on top of their, like to soothe that mom guilt, right? Yeah, I think that like planning something out to be able to multitask, you know, like if I'm going to be doing emails and I've got a really full day of, of computer work, I will know ahead of time that like maybe I should have some Kong toys prepped in the yeah, freezer. Yeah, that's great. So that I can Mental be, enrichment. Well, and then right? I feel less guilty about being busy with something because right. my dogs Ten are busy too. seconds. I would say the last <laughs> reason that I would say is to give yourself grace and that no one's perfect and yeah. that's okay and it's okay if your dog does a little less. It's okay if you take a few more steps. Yeah, it's just part of being a dog mom. Yeah. Yeah. And now to our segment, let's go for a walk. Do you see what my dog's doing right now? I know. He's, he's sitting, sitting on your on foot. foot. He's drooling on Ew, me. you're so gross. Oakley. Fuji, this is actually really good for him. It's a wobbly I'm really, surface. I'm proud of him. He's being yeah. really, he's, he's like all of a sudden. He's so confident. I'm seeing that change where yeah. a lot of people are like, he's just young. And I, you know, be, being a trainer, but I still reach it's out to people. It's hard to actually remember like, wait, are you trying what to sit on do? the pillow? Oh, he's probably doing his little pee trick. Oh my god! Can you do a little hike? Is that what he was doing? Do a little hike? He's trying before. Sure oh, good boy. I think he was just getting comfy. He honestly. probably was. This so this is, so is good for him. You've done so much trying to like build his confidence. And he's such a. How he's so he young. Now? He's just turned 16 weeks. Oh, okay. I have to start saying months. It's like having a kid. Like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> weeks my to months. kid's 72 weeks old. Like, 72. No. Weeks. Like no, he he's four okay. months. He's four it's months funny. old. Hi, bees. Oh my oh gosh, my you're so gosh. patient. Well, that means he's losing his teeth now. He is. Oh gosh, are you finding teeth all over the place? He swallows them all. You don't like that? So picky, Oakley. What about this one? Oh, he doesn't like it. No. Chrissy's trying to give Oakley treats and it's not working out. He's got his little baby teeth, but the big ones are coming in. That's good. But no, I've really seen a good positive change in him. Yeah, he seems so much more confident yeah. since last time I saw him. Well, he was like kind of thrown into a lot coming into my life. We got right. a little you girl, travel so we much. travel, we got projects. Yeah. Like, he, it was just kind of like a sink or swim moment. And I had to also take a step back. Thank God I was able to talk to you <laughs> and so many other friends. But like, I select friends that I spoke to, right. including you. You gave me such great advice. Like, be his advocate. Give mm -hmm. him space. Don't rush him into things. Well, and that's something that I think people, like, want the puppy grateful. to just be, like, especially, I mean, any dog. People want the dog to just, like, jump into things and be okay with it. But it's hard for us, especially as dog trainers and dog moms. But, like, when we see our dog struggling with something, like, we take it personally, too. Where yes. we're like, oh, my like, gosh, it's almost like a failure. Yeah, right. It's I like a something? failure. I think we all feel that. We're like, yeah. why can't I get my dog to do X, Y, Z when every dog is different? And then you compare yourself to other people. Or you even compare it to your other dog. And every dog is so different. So different. So he different. is nothing like my other dogs. Right. And yeah. you raised your other dogs from puppies, but he's just a totally different dog. And 
I mean, he's yes. going to teach you. Oh Look my at God. him. He's so perfect. <laughs> he's doing so good. But thank you. I really appreciate like being able to reach out to you. Like I hope people yeah. have friends like that where they feel like if they're stuck or in a rut, they either have a trainer or a coach or like someone they can reach out to. Or just like help you get grounded in the I situation. Have like, you, I, was sure, I was definitely <laughs> had some tears with you in the past about training. There's well, no doubt. Well, that's what I'm here for. And well, you're, yeah. there, you're there for me too, so I appreciate it. <laughs> Good boys. So you can have it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we get here. Oh, goodness. oh my gosh, we kind of started to talk about this already. A little bit. With some anxiety issues. Yeah. So the topic is separation anxiety. Um, anxiety loaded episode. <laughs> You're not kidding. Like, do I need that glass oh. of wine now? Um, Beasley had horrible anxiety as a puppy, and look how chilly is. You know, sometimes yeah. you see dogs go from struggles to conquering, or they go from something that he was very confident about. Now I'm seeing him be more nervous about that right. I wouldn't have expected. He used to destroy his crates. Like, I'm a big advocate in, like, crating your dogs. I can't crate Beasley. Yeah. I can, but, like, if I leave the house and it's not the right crate, he legitimately has... I think I've seen him open a zipper before. Yes. <laughs> the zipper, he he got through a metal crate without even opening it. It was like he wedged through and he was oh out. Oh, my gosh. And he pulled the carpet up down to the baseboards because oh, wow. he wanted to get out of the room. I don't know why... But he has separation yeah. anxiety. Did you ever talk to a vet about it? I did. And we tried certain things there, but I wasn't really happy with the solutions. I didn't want right. to medicate every day. Right. So I just started taking him with me everywhere. Yeah. So I mean, obviously And I that's... think it helped him grow out of it a little bit. Right. He started to learn, like, okay, mom's going to be right back. Okay, like, you know. You know, I had the opposite problem. So with Oakley here, um, he's my service dog. And so he comes with me almost all the time. And... I got my newest dog, Whiskey, and she's been training to replace him because he's almost 10 years old. So, you know, I love him to pieces, but, like, I'm going to need a replacement service mm -hmm. dog. And when I started leaving him behind and taking Whiskey with oh, me, true. I noticed that he started having a lot of anxiety. And it was because he was so used to going with me all the time. Yep. And I think a lot of people, especially with COVID, we don't want to say, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people struggle with this now because mm -hmm. they were home all the time. Yeah. And my in-laws actually had a dog that never had problems before after COVID their dog started destroying oh, the house no. every single time. Because they, they were left. leaving? Every time they yeah. left. And it got to the point where they were like, we don't know if we have to get rid of this dog. Like, mm -hmm, we cannot mm -hmm. because she just destroyed the whole house. And then they couldn't go anywhere and they felt guilty, like, just living their life because they left right. for five minutes and she was freaking out. Yeah. And um, for them, they tried crates, busted out of the crates. And for them, talking to their vet and getting the dog on Prozac and yeah. having, like, a game plan medication-wise right. made a huge difference. Um, so it really just depends, like you said, for him, what helped him. For Oakley, something I think for him was like different. age and maturity. Yeah. And also learning that like we were going to come back and just like not letting it get over. Right. He still, he still doesn't like it, but he'll tolerate it better right. today. It's so funny because a lot of people say with separation anxiety that like your dog picks up on the routine of you leaving and that makes them more anxious. It's true. But with my dog having the routine of when I'm leaving and setting a very clear expectation to him. And probably a, like how long are you going to be gone? Right. Right. Like he's not like, oh no, she's gone for all week. Right. Like you may be coming right back. And yeah. That, that's and so that helped him a lot. Like if he sees me putting on yeah. my shoes or picking up the keys, I have to be very clear to him. I say, Oakley, no, I'm, I'm right here. Look I'm at not that leaving. Face. I'm not leaving. But also what's important is like, <laughs> make sure that you maybe exercise your dog before you're going to oh, leave. Oh, for sure. You know, like tire the mind out, tire the body out. Cause then like when you do leave, then the dog's going to be more relaxed. Well, think about it. If their needs aren't met for the day, right. then they're going to be struggling when you're gone no right. matter what. It's so so true. even if they don't have separation anxiety, and I think a lot of people 
think their dogs have separation anxiety, but really their dog is just under-stimulated or under-exercised. Yeah. And they and take it out. they're all that in yeah. different ways. They take it out when you're gone because And if not your there. dog gets in trouble when you're not home, you know, there's nothing wrong with crating. I think yeah. crating is a great way to keep Absolutely. your dog safe. Absolutely. And to also, like, just be sure you know what they're getting in, into and, and keeping away from things they shouldn't get into. Right. I'll never forget, like, you know, we couldn't crate him, but we were starting to try to leave him home alone. And if he didn't go on top of the couch and steal some chocolate M&M's... <gasps> I know, <laughs> because I, you know, we're like this is me like eight years ago. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. They're like, he's a good boy. We'll just leave him out. And yeah. then he ate those. He was fine. Well, he that's a fine. good time to create your dog. We have five seconds left, but um, this is separation really good anxiety topic. is tough, and we all deal with it. I think a lot more than what is said. For absolutely, sure. <gasps> absolutely. Even dog trainers. Okay, do we have one more? We do have one more question. All right, it's I'm all you. Click it away. Let's all right, see. Let's see what we got. I think we're gonna get. Oh, I can't read it. Let's oh. see. I think dog aggression. Oh, I guessed it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow, what are play. the chances? <laughs> Goodness, this is a heavy topic. Oh, it's so heavy. Now, you have an interesting background. Yeah. Because you worked with dogs that had a lot of behavioral issues yes. in Florida. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, so I worked full-time at a dog training facility um, in Miami, Florida, and we took on every single behavior problem, including dog aggression. Um, and dog aggression is a huge thing there. There's it a lot of there's a lot of dogs that struggle with general. that, and it's a pretty scary thing. And you know, um, a lot of people think that their dogs are aggressive, but they're not actually aggressive. There's a big difference between like reactivity and aggressive behavior. Right. Um, so I have a dog that some people could say is aggressive, but in my definition of aggressive. Aggressive is a dog who wants to go out of their way to cause harm to another right, dog or right. or to wherever. Whereas reactivity is usually trying to achieve the goal of creating distance or just like um, overexcitement or, or arousal. Stress. Right. Like for me to do this, then the bad thing goes away. Absolutely. Right? And so a lot of people, when their dogs are barking on the leash and lunging at another dog, they think the dog is aggressive. But in reality, the dog is trying to create space yes. because they're overwhelmed or stressed right, by that. So right. there's a really big difference there. And... Um, it's a really interesting thing when you take a dog who you think is aggressive mm -hmm. and is actually just reactive and you train them to wear a muzzle and you have them off leash with other dogs. A lot of times those dogs turn into big, you know, scaredy cats right. because they're not Good actually point. aggressive. They're actually like, oh my gosh, wait a second. That's so true. I'm reacting because I'm afraid of these things. Right. So that's right, really Because cool. it could be fear. There's Absolutely. a fear aggression. Absolutely. There's different kind of categories within aggression. Right. And a lot of aggression, I mean, unless the dog is like trying to catch its prey and kill it like yeah. a rabbit, mm -hmm. a lot of times aggression is, you know, over a resource yes. or it's because of or fearfulness or overstimulation yeah. or arousal. There's barrier frustration. There's so many different things that cause aggression in dogs. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people just put it in one label when right. it's really not what it is. What What is like something, because you have a lot more experience with it than I do, um, but what is like, do you find it gratifying to work with dogs who have aggressive tendencies? Do you feel like there's something like amazing of like, ah, oh, I found the keyhole. Well, I or think, I peeled back the layer. Yeah, I think one of the biggest like things I figured is, an answer is out. especially when you're working with the owner too. It's like getting to see this, per to explain to this person and show this person why their dog is acting the way it's acting. Right. Because it makes them have a softer spot for their dog. Because sure. a lot of times we just get frustrated. Right. Like, my dog, being bad. My dog you know? bit this other dog. Yeah. I can't believe it would do that. Why would right. it do this? Right. My dog's right. a nice dog, I promise. Yeah. And when you find out the, the deeper reasoning why, it gives you a better understanding and almost like grace for the dog mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
But yeah, it is really rewarding, but it's also very emotionally draining. Sure. And so it's definitely not my favorite type of work. I did it for a long time, but it was, it was a it's lot. Gotta be. It was a lot to take on, especially yeah. because, you know, people who deal with ad- aggressive dogs, it's not just the dog who's you know dealing with the stressors. It's also the person who owns the dog too. Sure. It can be really stressful. So you can like un- like un- you take a lot of layers out of, but it's hard to make that long lasting forever. Absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things that helped a lot of my clients and even friends that have dogs that were maybe showing some aggression was muzzle training the dog Mm -hmm. so that the person felt more comfortable just like being able to handle the dog yeah muzzles aren't necessarily a bad thing absolutely not they have like a scary well people people think a dog that's wearing a muzzle is this aggressive dog but really it's just a safety tool Mm -hmm. the same way a leash is Mm -hmm. and so if you can teach your dog to wear a muzzle in a way where they enjoy it it creates so much peace for you the dog sometimes at a vet they want to use it just because you know you don't know your dog might as well teach them to enjoy wearing it it before they need to wear it you do you do a lot of cool content that actually showcases how to do that so if you want to check amber out on her socials i definitely would because she does good lessons there yes the hard (laughs) dogs teach you lots of stuff they do (laughs) oh wait that was our last topic yeah all right so now it's time to turn to our audience you guys have sent us questions and we are going to address two of them i love this part because we never know what's coming and sometimes we know the people and we get to meet new faces and we love hearing from you so let's go ahead and see what you got the first one what is your favorite activity to do with your dogs Ooh, that's fun. So I have multiple. Am I supposed to only pick one? Yeah, your favorite activity. Oh my goodness. That's it, just one. But I have a favorite thing with each dog. Doesn't matter, pick one. This is the rule, okay? <laughs> I don't like the rules, okay? I don't like them. Oh my gosh. Okay, um, Okay. if you had to, I don't know, maybe one per dog, fine. Okay, one per dog, it's better. <laughs> okay, all right. So my favorite thing to do with my dog whiskey is go paddle boarding i love 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 paddle boarding with her because she loves to swim and it's just a really fun activity we like to do in the summer so every summer i really look forward to it um i love getting outside with my dogs with oakley i love hiking Mm -hmm. i love hiking with all my dogs but oakley's favorite thing in the world is to go hiking and then with my dog tucker my favorite thing to do is to set up some scent work games with him because he just like you've seen him the second he's in the room with scent work and he has to find it, he just like lights up yes. and it just brings so me true. so much joy. So yeah, those are my older. one favorite, one three dog. one favorite things to do. So I think I'll answer it as far as overall, my passion that I love even before I had dogs in my life and I was a, you know, all about horses was like trail riding. So I love hiking. I love yeah. getting out there hiking. It's something we can all do together. It's great exercise for all of us and you're getting like nature, the outdoors and all of the good feels and I'm burning calories as well. Yeah, it's great. Which is lovely. Um, but also something that if I would say per dog, um, something I really, really like to do, although it's not the easiest, is I love puzzle games. Like I love trick training, tricky tricks. Yeah, <laughs> that like that sense? challenge of yeah, something new. Like yeah, taking something new, really difficult, teaching Beasley Jenga or <laughs> like... Um, or the ring game. That the ring really game, cool. the tiny yeah. little rings on the post, very precision-based tricks. I really enjoy that because I taught all of my dogs that, and they're all very different types of dogs to handle. Well, not Fuji, he's a puppy, but the other boys, they, they learn very differently, and they're very different energy, but right. all three of them now can do precise tricks. Well, and it seeing helps you them, learn about them, too. Yeah, and yeah. seeing them like expand their knowledge and how their body works and working with something else, to me, that's like... We get to do that together. That's really fascinating. Oh, I love that. That's really cool. So, so two like favorite that. things, three yeah. favorite things. It's All right, so we works. have another question. Oh, yes. This one's from a friend, I think. Yes. All right. Card and then, yeah. 
Okay, this is from a friend of ours, Dakota. Okay, this Dakota. is a really fun one. Okay, what is one embarrassing thing that your dog has done in public? Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, um, I'll let you start this one. No, no, I think you have to start because there's oh like my gosh. I don't. I have to peel away some right, layers about this one. I have a really embarrassing one. story, but it's a little awkward. So if you're a little grossed out, um, like I said earlier in this episode, Oakley is my service dog. And I was, it's, like, it's very, very bad. What am I going to learn? Oh, okay, it makes me want to cry. It was so oh, bad. Oh, stop. Okay, um, he's known for having, like, the worst farts in the world. Oh, no. Like, very bad clear-the-room farts. Oh, no. And um, I was at, like, a, it was a Halloween club thing. Like, I'm not a club person, but it was like, let's go dress up in Halloween costumes and dance. And so we were the Scooby-Doo gang. Oakley was Scooby-Doo. He's there as my service dog. And the room got cleared. <laughs> Multiple times. It was like the worst smelling thing you've ever smelled in your entire life. He just has the worst farts. He was doing it. He was farting in the club. Well, I mean, tooting in the clubs. I I was not gonna let someone else pretend that it was them. I was well aware. I was like telling everyone. I swear it's the dog. It's not me. Oh my god. And like it was so awkward. So we had like a dance room all to ourselves because it smelled so bad in there. Yeah, I have not experienced that yet. We've been on road trips. Maybe, maybe I did. No, not, no, not yet. Yeah, that is, hopefully that is we don't really experience it today, but it was really bad. Everyone was like crying. It was, it was that bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, for me, embarrassing uh, wise, mine does not add up to that. We should have done it the <laughs> other way around. I told you to go first. I got more. I can do more. I think it's Beasley. He gets, we know Beasley. He's in his, in his younger years. Oh, I mean, buddy. he's not even that old now. But I would take him to the dog park, and a lot of people, you shun me for this. But we would go with people we knew. Like, we're all going to meet up at the dog park. and We do off hours. It was so much better that way. Because I'm not a big fan of dog parks because I never know what dogs I'm going to meet. Embarrassing but story. Tell me. Beasley <laughs> is the community humper. Oh, gosh. So he's yeah. the one. I'm going to meet you. I'm going <laughs> to smile. I'm going to bat my eyelashes. I get a little and I'm excited. all of you. <laughs> That's pretty bad. And so I'm just trying to, like, break up things. I'm going to get, like, you know, HR calling. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> Up to the and dog Beasley park. is just like, humping not this dog. All little dogs, big. He doesn't care. He's gonna hump them all. So I'm just like, that's mine. That that's my I dog. I love it. Yeah, you just don't want to admit it's your dog, but it's okay. No, sorry, right. mine was farting then, you know. in the club. So <laughs> farting these in the two, club. These two. Oh my gosh. Stop. Yeah. So it's a new dog TV song. We're oh my gosh, that was a really fun right, episode. That was so fun. My cheeks hurt. Yes, I know. We had some great topics. I really love some of them that we touched on today. Yeah. I hope you guys got some good info. I hope so. But we love chatting today and sharing our experiences and some of our sillier stories with you and we can't wait to see you guys for our next episode be sure to drop off some tips video stories whatever you got anything go to dogtv.com slash the dog moms and get your info in there because we're waiting to see what you guys are going to bring to us next time on the dog moms bye in the club i'm a dog who smells so so in the club prissy and amber let me go